It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome aboard, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast, as Stan Perman says before every show, and then I repeat yes. every show. As is tradition. <laughs> it is It is what we do. All right, um, before we get into football, because we do have football to talk about yes. for another week. Yes, um, some at, good, some at bad. At least. Um, the, the Big Red season did come to an end uh, tonight. We'll get into that. But Marine City, North Branch, and Ubley all won their games. Uh, and uh, a couple of teams won rather impressively, uh, too. Um, we're going to congratulate uh, Emma Tremblay. Uh, where did she sign? Northwood. Northwood. For, uh, we're going to play basketball there. All right, outstanding. Um, and uh, she's uh, still got uh, a season to go with uh, the, uh, the Big Reds. And, uh, and also, thanks for following us, Emma. Yes. I saw that she, she yes. made that announcement, and then she followed us, yeah, too. Yeah, so she knows where the news goes. <laughs> she knows. And we would have said either way. Yes. But since she followed us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's a good ball, ball player, too. Like, Very good. I enjoy watching her during softball season as well. Uh, volleyball is uh, going on, and uh, we should congratulate Ubley because they're through to the uh, quarterfinals. They're going to play Oakland Christian. Uh, Oakland Christian beat uh, Inner City Baptist, Allen Park Inner City Baptist, uh, to uh, win their uh, district. Inner City Baptist is the team that knocked off Cardinal Mooney in the regional semifinals, uh, three to one. Ubley advanced by uh, beating Dryden, uh, three games to nothing. So Ubley, Oakland Christian in D four in the quarterfinals. Uh, everybody else uh, that was left lost in the regional in Division two. North Branch fell three two to Pontiac Notre Dame Prep, uh, and in D three Brown City uh, lost to uh, Royal Oak Shrine, who then beat uh, Lutheran Northwest to advance to the quarterfinals. So you're giving you a little bit of everything. A little bit of uh, everything. Well, we're going to be giving you a lot of a lot in the winter. When that comes up. Oh, boy, are we going to... We're going to have to figure it's out... It's actually going to start next week. I know. I know this isn't up there, but we're going to have to find a way to modify our pick segment. I have a few ideas, but where there's no way we can pick, like, 30 games during the week. So... I mean, we could, but it would probably get a little monotonous and redundant. Yes. So... So, I think I, think I have an idea of what we can do, but uh, anyway. So, yeah, next week... Um, spoiler alert, I'll be at Frankenmuth, um, be going on the road, a little road trip up to Bronnerland. So it'll be a late night next week. My, my, my first, uh, boss in radio, Bill Jackson mm-hmm. up in Carroll. Um, uh, we, we used to do Bill Jackson impersonations all the time cause uh, it was fun to make fun of Bill, uh, <laughs> but you couldn't say Frankenmuth in front of Bill. It was F Muth. Everybody up there shortened it as F-Muth. I'm like, what, are you too lazy to say Frank? Of course, keep in mind, this is a town that on its placemats in the restaurant were proud of the fact that they misspelled Cairo, and that's why the town is called Cairo. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. That is a true story. I am not making that so up. Like, I couldn't make that up. So, like, after the Egyptian city, right? Yes. It was, it was supposed to be 
Cairo, Egypt was like their sister city, and they were going to call themselves Cairo, and then the idiot went to fill out the paperwork to make them uh, whatever it is that you do to make yourself a town, and he misspelled it, and nobody fixed it, and so it went to the to the state register or whatever as Cairo, and they're Cairo now because some, somebody didn't know how to spell Cairo. That's awesome. And I don't know. And they're to- proud of that fact. Like Bill would be – told me that story. He was so proud. And I'm like – Dude, you're you're proud of a spelling error. Well, that's the only other city name I like more is Novi because it was number six. Oh, is, is that, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'd I'd heard that somewhere too. So I don't know how to transition this to football, but we'll have football highlights on the other side of this. Yeah, well, six is what you get for a touchdown in football. There, there's your transition. For those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's get right to it. Uh, Port Huron High Big Reds are trying to uh, go to 9-0 for the first time since 1952, uh, but uh, they ran into a, a Warren De La Salle football team. Uh, Brady, I, I don't know how De La Salle's only 5-4. and four. Because the teams they've all lost to are state title contenders. Yeah, I mean. Think about Davison, DeWitt. No, they didn't lose to Davison. They lost to DeWitt, Catholic Central, Brother Rice, and St. Mary's. No, they beat they beat St. Mary's. Oh, that uh, was the one DeWitt, team they beat. Um, Cast Tech. Cast Tech was the other one. Oh, sorry. Right, yeah. bro- Brother Rice and Catholic Central. Yeah. So, okay. Have fun with those ones. Um, th- I mean, again, they got Mott next week. I don't know anything about, like, Livonia, Franklin, or any of those schools, and, and I didn't look far enough ahead to see who they might face in, in the final. I know the the other side of the bracket's really tough. but uh, I, I think De La Salle's going to get to the finals. I think they will, too. Um, uh, and, and, and that's what I'm going to say about that. Again, they haven't lost a playoff game that they've played in since 2015. Yeah, and, and it, 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 was, it was pretty obvious, like, pretty quick. Like, I, and I hate to say that. Be, because I, I've been a big supporter of what the Big Reds have been doing all season long, but uh, th- this ended up being a, a mismatch, and and they didn't really waste a lot of time in showing that they they were going to be the better team. Okay, they got the opening possession, six minutes and twenty two seconds. They took off the clock. They punch in a one yard uh, touchdown run from uh, Brett Stanley, who has six touchdowns in their three playoff games. Um, and then the Big Reds get the ball on their second play from scrimmage. It's a fumble at the 31. De La Salle immediately comes out and goes for the throat. Right. 31-yard touchdown pass. Bang. It's 14 to nothing. Two scores in 59 seconds. Get the ball back. Uh, and in three minutes and 11 seconds, they scored three touchdowns at the end of the first quarter. And that was the football game. Mm-hmm. I mean, things – Settled down after that, and the Big Reds actually had a couple of opportunities to score just before half. They got stopped at the eight-yard line and turned it over on downs. Uh, and in the third quarter, they were at the uh, six, and they threw an interception in the end zone. If they score on, on both of those plays, again, do they win the football game? I don't think so. But is it an interesting football game right down to the end? But they, they couldn't capitalize on any opportunities, and De La Salle doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. They're big. They're fast. Their defense was constantly in the, the big red. Things that I've been saying about the big red defense all year, mm-hmm. I was saying about De La Salle's defense all game long. D.V. Price didn't have any time to throw, and the big reds never really got a running game uh, going. They finished with 100 yards, but a lot of that came – towards the end of the game when mm-hmm. De La Salle had other kids in on, on defense. Big Red's just 148 yards of offense. De La Salle had 241. They had 190 yards rushing. And, again, they don't have, like, one guy that kills right. you. They just kind of spread it around. They, they, they had four quarterbacks complete a pass in the game. 
They threw for 151 yards. Uh, they're just they're very balanced. They're big and and talented. They they're a good football team. Yeah, and they're well coached. They do things that the other teams the Big Reds have played this year don't do. Yeah, it's it's disappointing that they couldn't like it, that it was 36 nothing because. Did did I think the Big Reds were going to win this game? I was hoping they would. I picked them just because, yeah, I kind of hoped they would. But when I saw it was 21 nothing before I even like was settled in at my game, I was like, geez, really? And again, it just shows you the difference between those brand teams and, those, and teams like PH who are really good, but like we did on our last episode. Those teams that are leading the state in semifinal appearances, in finals appearances. That level is is just a huge – like we talk about the difference between the MAC Red and the rest of the MAC. It's that same gap between those top teams in the state and the good, really good teams in the state. Yeah. So, uh, again, great season for the Big Reds, 8-1. and one, But, you, I mean, you, you know your uncle. Yeah. He's not happy. He's no. not, And he's not going to be happy for a while. Like he, it, it'll be a while before he gets over this one. Yeah, and we'll talk about this more in our third segment. But it's a very nice season. But it, you feel a little. I don't want to say unfulfilled is the right word. I don't know how to put it. But I mean, I said it on Thursday. Show you win this game, you feel like this is a special season. Instead, instead of it being like one of the best seasons in Big Red history, it's now just. A, a, a really nice season. Yeah. It's, again. Now, if the score is any closer, if tonight was a barn burner and they lose on the last player, they lose in overtime, does that change your opinion? Is it just because the last game is a blowout that it makes I you think feel so. this way? Or, I mean, w- would it be any different? Eight and one is eight and one, and losing in the district final is losing in the district final. Or is it no, just because the, the, the score was lopsided? The 36 nothing definitely is probably an extra sour taste in my mouth, and I'm probably being a little unfair. But you like you see this team dominate, dominate, you're like, okay, here's the test, and you failed bad. And it's like, because you, you know there's a lot of talent on that team. And I bet you if they play that game again, it's not 36 nothing. They might not win, but it's at least more competitive, and you were hoping it would be a fight. And it just 21 nothing before you even realize what's happening, and then you know you can't spot a team like that 21 points because the Big Reds did have a lot of talent on that team, and it, you just feel like there was more to give. Yeah. All right, and uh, De La Salle will play Warren Mott uh, next week, and uh, I think they'll win that game. Uh, again. Mott's a good team, but the, I, will say, I think De La Salle is going to win that game. De La Salle right now is an amazing argument against our point for the new playoff system. They went two and four. I mean, they probably would have went like four and five or three and six in a normal year, and they're proving – like they're, they're like if someone. Well, I wish to, they would have, because then they wouldn't have made the playoffs, and the Big Reds would have got to play somebody else tonight, and maybe we'd be yeah. talking about something different. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for those that are in favor of the the new system, they're just going to point to De La Salle and go, "Yeah, that's why." Well, bully for them. They get they get to recruit their players. Yeah, we're not getting into that discussion because it'll be a two hour podcast. But and, and I'm just throwing out some sour grapes there. I know. In happier news. 
Marine City took care of business. 30 to nothing win over Denby. And honestly, Marine City just played an okay game. Like, they played like a C. Their defense played an A-grade game. Their offense played like a, like a C. Just okay. Three fumbles. But when the opening kickoff gets returned for a touchdown... That's uh that's a way to start the game. You want to you want to just go, go straight to the highlights? Yeah, we'll go we'll go to the highlights and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little more about this. Doubt they kick it deep and they will. It's going to go to Crutchmeyer. It's going to be a starburst return. Let's see who gets it here. Going up the left sideline, they have a run across the 50, the 45, 40. Marine City's got a good play to start. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Marine City. Zach Tetler takes the opening kickoff to the house. And 12 seconds into the district finals, the Mariners find themselves on top. Two men in the backfield. Heslop hands it off to Tiger. He's going to punch it into the end zone. Touchdown, Marine City. They take a two-score lead here in the first quarter. Under center will be Heslop. He's going to have twins to the left, one man in the backfield. Puts a man in motion. That's Renzel. Dropping back is Heslop. Looking to throw. He's going to hit Tetler up the seam. Cross midfield. He's cutting to the outside. He's got room to work. To the 30. To the 20. 15. 10. 5. Zach Tetler does it again. Touchdown, Marine City. Second and goal from the three. No one in the backfield, but Heslop's under center. Puts a man in motion. That's Tiger. Going to hand it off. End around. Cuts up the middle. Into the end zone. Charles Tiger. That's going to be the knockout blow for the Mariners. 29-0 now the Mariners lead. 4.33 to go in the game. 40 seconds left. Taking the snap, Washington. He's going to pitch it back to number 11. 11's going to try to throw. Stepping up. Tosses it, and it's intercepted at the 30-yard line. That'll do it. Ty Nelson with the interception to put a stamp on this one. Marine City's going to come out in victory formation. So uh, the one thing before we get to Coach Letson's comments, Mm -hmm. three turnovers you mentioned, Brady. You do that against Frankenmuth, you're not going to win the game. Funny you mentioned that. That's a good segue. Uh, Coach Letson mentioned something about that when I got a chance to catch up with him after the game. Coach, I'm going to start off. Congratulations. A district title in your first year, and more importantly for the program, 50 playoff wins. How does it feel? I, I think it's great, and I, I think it's more of a you know, tribute to the program. You know, I mean, it, we, I've been talking about legacy for the last three weeks here You know, with these kids, and, and really they had the opportunity for this type of legacy because of what uh, – you know, Coach Bob, Coach Coach Garcelli, and Coach Glodich did to set this program up for success. You know, beyond well beyond them. Uh, so the, you know, the 50 playoff wins is, you know, we've all had a hand in this from from all the assistants. Now every staff member's had a hand in this. Now I know district titles are kind of an expectation at Marysville, but how or Marine City, excuse me. But how does it uh, become? How do you get the kids to not just take it for granted and kind of enjoy the moment as well as? Knowing that, yeah, this is expected, but still, congratulations. Enjoy the moment. I, I, I think the, the difference is, is football is so different because, you know, what you try and instill them is, is once football's over, it's the one sport you really can't get back. You know, baseball, you can go play rec baseball and softball. Basketball, you can play rec basketball. But, you know, you only get this opportunity to put uniforms on one time. And, and when you put the uniform on here, it should just mean a little more. Started the game off with a bang. Zach Tetler uh, takes the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Offense struggled a little bit after that, but that's got to be a way you want to start the game, huh? Yeah, I, I, it was great. You know, I, I thought we'd have a shot um, if we got a chance to, 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 to you know, run our starburst there. Uh, and Zach proved, uh, proved that, that it worked out. And, 
you know, we just got to continue on offense to try and grow. And, and, and really the biggest thing is we just can't turn the ball over. You know, unfortunately, the last few weeks we've we just put the ball on the turf for so many times for, for some reason. And it's not like something we don't work on in practice. But obviously we won't win next week if we turn it over three times. Well, yeah, next week a trip up to Frankenmuth. It's kind of what you were expecting from the start of the playoffs, but you had to get there. Both of you took care of business. What's it going to be like going up to Frankenmuth and taking on a really good Eagles team? It should be exciting. Again, it's just another opportunity to compete. It's another opportunity to see if you measure up. Um, and and it's, it should be a fun bus ride. It should be an exciting time for these kids uh, with everything they've overcome to to get themselves in position to make that bus ride. And and we're going to enjoy the week of practice. We're going to enjoy the bus ride. And 7 o'clock, we're going to kick it off. And uh, and 9.02, we'll figure out who's happy and who's uh, getting the basketballs out. Well, Coach, again, congratulations on the 50th playoff win, your first district title. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, 50 wins in the postseason for mm-hmm. Marine City. That's a lot. That is a lot, a lot. Like, okay, like, are you kidding me? 50 wins? But, yeah. So, uh, uh, for just a second here. What? Uh, Coach Mullins has, what is it, 84 wins now, 85 wins? 84, I believe. And, and that's the Maybe most 85. for in Big Red's history. Right. 84 wins. He's been there 14. 15 years to get to 84 wins mm-hmm. and, and playoff games at the most in a in a normal season the most if you go all the way you can play five playoff games mm-hmm. so most years you're only playing two three and that's a guaranteed loss in there if you don't make it yeah to five. Two, two, two three playoff games uh, a year with one guaranteed loss except for two seasons where they won mm-hmm. it all to have 50 I mean that is consistently they're playing two, three weeks into the playoffs every single year. And again, the stat, well, it's changed now. 50 wins for Marine City in the playoffs. The entire BWAC is now at 62 with North Branch's win. Yeah, that's... But, no, to go back on the game and Coach Letson uh, hit on it, three turnovers and one of them for sure was unforced. There was a fourth fumble they had that went out of bounds. It's just uncharacteristic of Marine City. I don't know if the cold got to them, but it was a game that they honestly, they could have won that game 45 to nothing. They could have scored seven touchdowns, but three times they fumble in plus territory. You just can't do that, and they've been struggling with that the last couple weeks. They go up to Frankenmuth. They can't turn it over at all. And it's going to be cold there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cold uh, in in Frankenmuth. I almost and they're probably going to play Friday night. Hopefully, but but, but I'd almost want to play Saturday afternoon, hoping that it, at least the sun might be out because mm-hmm. it's going to be just as cold, if not colder, next week in Frankenmuth as it was around the area tonight. And it was like the wind is really what made it just bone chilling cold tonight. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. Um one of the colder nights so far of the year. But Marine City, did, their defense played really, really well. Their front three, I think it was Schlotman, Osterlin, and Pastoria, all got, got pressure on the quarterback all night long. They were rushing three a lot of the night, maybe sending one linebacker. They looked very good. That defense, I think, had three fourth down stops, including a fake punt where uh, – Denby was backed up inside their own like four yard line. I think they snapped it from the three, and the punter I think felt pressure. The punt wasn't going to get blocked, but I think he felt pressure and just chucked it in the air. 
and the, the like whoever he was throwing to didn't look for the ball. And here's here's something that we talk about we well, about football things that drive us crazy. I think we talked about it last Saturday. Charles Tiger had a chance to intercept that ball, and he would have had room to run. He goes and he just throws it straight to the ground, gets it first and goal from the three. A lot of people will see ooh ball and try to pick it off. Yeah. So it's that's that's, that's a guy that is thinking. That's a yes. cerebral yes. player. That's what it takes to be that good at football. To be it, that's just the football IQ that teams need to have more of. It, it's like that play where uh, sometimes in a game. Uh, teams will let you score mm-hmm. because it's the only way they can get the ball back and right. and have a, a chance in, in in a football game. And that kid who can take it inside the five and then take a knee, yeah, that's that's a player that you want on your football team because that's a guy that knows what it takes to win. You you give up that touchdown, yeah, you're probably still going to win if you score the touchdown, but you're definitely going to win by taking the knee and running out the clock, right. So, Marine City advances, Frankenmuth. I'll be following them up there. That should be a uh, fun one next week. Zach Tetler, I mean, again, opening kickoff. If any coach kicks to Marine City, <laughs> you did not do a good enough job scouting. It is no secret that Marine City runs the Starburst. And it's even more abhorrent that Denby did it because they scored against Warren Lincoln last week running that same Starburst. It's like no one kicks deep to Marine City. No one did it all regular season. Did anyone ever think when watching film to go, I wonder why that is? I've seen two starburst returns from the Mariners, and I've seen two kickoff returns for a touchdown. Well, I hope they keep kicking it deep to them because I want the Mariners to keep playing. And that's a good way to get some points on the board. It is. That's uh, that's another one next week. Marine City Frankenwood. That's going to be very interesting. That's going to tell us a lot mm-hmm. um, about again both those teams um, and just how good are they? Yeah, I actually think that that one's going to live up to. That's going to be one of the big matchups this year that lives up to the billing. I, I think that one's going down to the wire. Yeah, I think so far in all the games I've called, I've had one one score game, and that was Marysville Marine City. Yeah. So hopefully I get a second. And you're still hoarse from that one. You've never really fully recovered your voice from that game. Yeah, yeah, go to break. (laughs) To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Brady. I was, I was trying to find some some stats for uh, for the for the North Branch game, but I did find uh, this for you. Scores by quarter: fourteen mm-hmm. fourteen after one. Competitive. Twenty one twenty one at the half. Very competitive. North Branch scored the only touchdown in the third, so they went up twenty eight to twenty one going into the fourth. Fourth quarter, Broncos outscored them nineteen to seven. To pull away and win 47-28. North Branch is really, really good this year. And, I mean, I know Country Day is going to be the test. But they get them at home. And maybe North Branch is legit this year. Maybe they're the one that's going to be making the deep run. But that's going to be a tough game. Bringing in the Yellow Jackets. You know, I, I had a page that had box scores last week, and I don't know where, what I thought I saved it. <laughs> I didn't no. save it because I, I was hoping that by now it would be updated and, and I could look at it and I could tell you which of the four-headed monster right. had a big game or tonight. Or if all four or, contributed. Yeah, or if, yeah if, all, if all four had a big game. Which, uh, while you're looking that up, I do want to uh, – this came out today. Um, the the – def- the state championship is going to be at Ford Field. And here's the schedule. So on the Friday, December 4th, Division 8 will kick off at 10 a.m., Division 2 at 1 p.m., Division 6 at 4.30, and Division 4 at 7.30. So if North Branch were to make it, that's when they'd play. Ubley is Division 8, Division eight this year, right? No, yeah, they're 8. They would play at 10 a.m. Uh, December 5th. Division 7 plays at 10, Division 1 at 1, Division 5 at 4.30. That's when Marine City would play, and Division 3 at 7.30. So those are your uh, – that's your schedule for the state finals. Could be a uh, – hopefully we have a team at Ford Field. Oh, that would be so much uh, fun. I don't know. North Branch, I think, has a, 
has a legitimate chance to do that. All right, here, here's another interesting stat for you. Brandon only had one lead in the entire game tonight, 7-6. to six. North Branch scored the first touchdown, missed the extra point. Then Brandon scored, went up 7-6, and the North Branch scored, went for two, made it, uh, and uh, it was tied again at 14 and tied again at 21, but North Branch never trailed after 7-6. to six. I will say this, looking at who they would have to play in a possible semifinal game, uh, Williamston, I guess, would be the best team. But the four teams left at tonight, I, I didn't get scores, were Williamston, Williamston, Battle Creek, Penfield, Redford, Union, and Milan. So no traditional powers there. No De La Salle's in that, in that region. So if they can get past Country Day, North Branch might have a, uh, have a date in Detroit in a few weeks. It's... Uh, it's- Again, um, I I'll be honest. I I thought that this might be the the game where you know North Branch was going to have a problem and maybe their season would come to an end tonight. And once again, they proved me wrong. They they they've been kind of proving me wrong all season long. Not that I don't think they're a good football. I know right. they're a good football right. team, but I just kind of been thinking. You know the the BWAC was a little off this year. Mm-hmm. Elmont had that goofy season. Richmond had a goofy season. Um, there the, there were a lot of the you know they blew out Yale. Yale really struggled this year. Algonac really struggled this year. It, it was a weird year, and I just kind of thought maybe it was too easy for the the Broncos. But they're they're they played a really solid opponent on Friday. Yep. And that's a quality win now under their belt that that really can't be contested to go along with the first win. I'm going to throw out the second win over Croslex. Yes. But the first win over Croslex and this win over Ortonville Brandon, those are quality wins. They are. And well, your reward is playing Country Day. So. Uh, again, that doesn't intimidate me as much because it's not at Country Day. Right. It's at North Branch. They have to come up and, and, and play in the pastures as, as opposed to going down and, and you walk on that country day campus. Um, and the North Branch people know what I'm talking about because they were down there a couple of years ago with softball. The girls played there, and there, there's that AstroTurf and all the stuff and the stadiums all made out of this pretty brick. Uh, and it's really impressive, and it's very green and bright at country day and it's it's a really nice looking thing now they have to get on their buses take the back roads to get to north branch and play some a little, hard-nosed football yeah it's a little less intimidating that way don't you think yeah don't you think maybe it's a little more intimidating for country day they're getting off the bus going where the hell are we yeah no teams from the city do not like to go up past 23 mile the world ends at 23 <laughs> mile for a lot of the schools that are in Wayne, Oakland, uh, Southern Macomb County. Like they just like they think it's absolute farmland, nothing but, and for a lot of places it is. But they just think nothing exists. So that's a tough road trip. Getting them at home. Let's see what the Broncos can do. Um, it, it, it feels nice to be right about something. Cause I, I feel like I've been off for a couple of weeks here. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, Ubley beats Beecher 42 to nothing. 
Um, Ubley was up 36 nothing at halftime in this game. Um, we both kind of looked at Beecher and said 7-1. and one. Kind of a suspect 7-1, and one, and Ubley's really coming on, and this is Ubley's time of year to shine. And they went on the road, and they didn't have any problems. And no. we both were kind of like, boy, now I, I wish Harbor Beach would have been able to play that game because – Maybe they beat Beecher, and maybe we would have had an ugly Harbor Beach game yeah. for uh, the, the district final, and wouldn't that have been fun to have a rematch because they had a great first game. Yeah, so now they play Carson City Central. Um, they are Carson five, City Crystal. Cr- Crystal, sorry. They play uh, – they're 5-1. and one. They missed weeks 2 and 3. Their only loss is to Breckenridge, who just lost to Beale City uh, this past, or in the second round. So it's a winnable game for the Bearcats, and – all of a sudden, after a one and two start, you're talking about possibly a return to the semifinals. Yeah, they, they've gone from being a one and two football team to they're a seven and two football team, and and they're you know I'll admit it, we kind of wrote them off after one and two, like we went okay, they're going to be all right this year. They're going to lose to the good teams and they're going to beat all the average to bad teams. No, Ubley says. Screw you. We're just <laughs> we're just going to make another run because that's what they do. Yeah. They're a brand in Division 8. They they they're just yeah. I mean, uh, other than last week's USA game which went to overtime, they have been crushing everybody during this six game yeah. win streak. They have they have like five blowout wins and the one tough game with Unionville Seapoint. Yeah, they've given up a grand total of 40 points since their loss to Sandusky in week three. So in six games, they've given up 40 points. And, and this, Which, by the way, 30th playoff win all time for Ubley. Yeah, and that uh, Sandusky game, didn't Sandusky get 40 on them? 38. 38, yeah, I knew that it was a high-scoring game. Which, doesn't that make you just, oh, if Sandusky wins that game. Uh, let's see, I, I didn't see what Hemlock and Cass City did. Uh, Hemlock, um, Hem- actually, Cass City won. Saw- 36-22. Did they? They were down. They yeah. made a big comeback. They were down like 22-6 to six at yeah. one point, I think. So, does I mean, doesn't that make you wish Sandusky was able to get that two-point conversion last week? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, good for the Bearcats. They, that's just what a good program does. They don't let a couple losses to really two teams that won their season ended because of circumstances out of their control and the other one lost to another really good team on a two-point conversion okay it comes down to one play Ubley's staring another semifinal in the face and that would be their seventh since like 2005 or whatever so whatever the stat was long story short we went in with four we come out still with three uh ph season comes to an end unfortunately but marine city marches on to frankenmuth North Branch will get another home game against Detroit Country Day. Ubley will uh, go home now. They played mm-hmm. on the road this week, but they get to go back home to play Carson City uh, Crystal uh, next week. Boy, uh, the more I, I look at this, Brady, the Marine City having to forfeit that game to Pontiac Notre Dame Prep at, at the end of the could, year is, is a shame because if they play that game and win it, Frankenmuth's got to come to East China Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, not their fault. I mean, no. But, I mean, Notre Dame Prep is a, is a good team. Who We don't know. It's not a guarantee they win that game. I mean, they played – there was a 21-14 loss uh, in the second round Country Day had to – or to Notre Dame Prep had to Country Day. Yeah. 
so, I just I, I just my gut feeling on that was uh, I think if that game happens, Marine City's playing a, another home game. I know, but nothing we can do about it but speculate. No. Yeah, well, and that's now, what now, we're, that's what yeah. we do. And now they've got to to go to uh, to Frankenmuth, and uh, like I say, I I, I think that this game's going to live up to the billing. I don't think these teams are going to disappoint us. No. Um, so I'm just looking at the the matchups. I think Ubley probably has the best chance to make the semifinal. They have a really good team, and I don't think they're playing. I think they have the weakest opponent. I think, and then North Branch and Marine City. I think they're fifty fifty games. I think Marine City's the underdog just because they're younger, and Frankenmuth has just been obliterating everyone. But besides that. I'm excited to go to Frankenmuth next I week. Know, I don't know why, but I'm. Uh, I think I'll just I'll just tell you right now. I think I'm going to pick North Branch to beat Country Day. I might too. I mean, we've been doubting them all year. Because think about it, any game where maybe we, they want me to keep kind of doubting them because maybe it's good luck for them. I mean, think any game that they've had like I'm not really a doubting test, them because I pick them to win most weeks. But. but any game they've had a test. We picked them to lose to Almont. We picked them to lose to Crosslex. We picked them to lose to Crosslex again, and then we picked them to lose to or you thought they were going to lose to Ortonville Brandon. I mean, I I did pick in the end. I picked them to to win the game, but I really in my heart I thought Ortonville Brandon so, was going to beat them. Out of nine weeks, you really thought they were going to lose four games. Yeah, and they haven't lost. They haven't yet. lost any. They're they're perfect uh, nine and zero on the season, and and all they do is score about uh, fifty points uh, a game. All right, we'll uh, take a break, but uh, we've got more coming up here on the uh, Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey along with uh, Brady Beaton. This is the GetStuckOnSports.com podcast. We uh, do this uh, while during football season. We do it uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We're going to switch it up when we get into the winter season. Yeah, just because there's no novelty till Friday nights anymore. Um, so at the, I mean, so this topic kind of came about talking about the PH game and also talking to some people down at Marine City before the game. How to judge a season, especially with like how to weigh expectations, because think about it. Port here on high went eight and one this year. They won a league title. They beat their rivals. They did. A, they accomplished a lot, but yet I still have. You have a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth after that game tonight. And is it fair? I mean, when you look back, because is it fair for me to think, yeah, this was a really nice season, but it wasn't a great season for the Big Reds, and you kind of thought it could have been. Is that fair for me? And People at Marine City were going, yeah, we're kind of spoiled because if we if they lost that game, they're going they're saying it's gonna fair or not, it's a failure of a season if they lost to Denby tonight. Even though they didn't lose a game they played in all year, they won a Max Silver title, they beat their rivals. But if they would have lost to Denby, they said it would have been a failure of a season. Straight up, is that fair? And am I being fair? You know, and it's an interesting question because I get a hundred percent where you're at and, and where the fans are at. But uh, I'm going to say this, uh, in Marine city's case, I look at that and go, how could you call that season a failure when you take into consideration how young they are that you, you've got a uh, Heslop and Tetler. These are young players playing big roles for a football team. I mean, Rufino to Osterlin. and, 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 I think you should be excited about what they've done and excited about what they're going to do in the next two and three seasons. Right. That these guys are still going to be Mariners. Like, you, sh- you should be looking at it not as, oh, we failed this season. You should be looking at it as we're ahead of schedule, and this group, but, by the time it's done, might win a state championship. And isn't it, But isn't it almost to the point, Marine City, where context doesn't matter? All I know, that but matters is the, it, I, and it's again, hard to do. But this is high school football, right? 
people, and, and what Marine City does is actually pretty hard to do. Yes, and I was talking to some people up in the booth before the game going, I hope that the Marine City fans realize this isn't normal. Yeah, you're spoiled and you have a lot of success, but it's this way until it's not. Yeah. Until usually in high school, for with very few exceptions, mm-hmm. and we know who those teams are and we know why those teams succeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. The the big schools that can get kids to come and play for them. Right. That's why they stay good. Why does the Marine City stay good? They're a little town. You know, why does the St. Clair pump out good teams? Why, why do these some of these small teams, why is Deckerville always good? Right. Why is Almont good all of a sudden year in and, and year out? What they're doing is a lot more difficult to do right? because you're not getting kids to to come in, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the, they're homegrown. Yeah, it, it's it's homegrown. So it's it's really impressive that they're able to maintain what has now gone on for better than three decades. Yeah, basically if you started playing, if you were part of the start of Marine City success, your kid could be playing now. And you've had all but one season in the playoffs. And the one season they didn't make the playoffs, you would have thought the town was on fire. And and that's I, and I was just going to bring that up. The one year uh, that they went four and five. And they were. Do, do you oh, want to know what? They, they might have been the best four and five team in the state of Michigan. They lost to Detroit Loyola, who I think won a state title that year or was a perennial power. And they lost to Gross Point North, who is three times the size of them in overtime. Yeah. Uh, and that's that, what cost that, that, that the was the year that Algonac was really good and they lost that first game like 7 to 2. Yeah. I mean seriously. I think that was Marysville's 9 and 0 year. And they yeah, lost that game. I mean, and and everybody everybody was down on that that Which, team. Meantime, everybody that they play against was breathing a sigh of relief that they didn't make it into the playoffs because nobody would have wanted to play that Marine City team in a playoff game. Nobody. Right. Well, and it's funny that that circled up to that 2016 Marysville team. 9-0, and right? Great season. They lose in the district finals. That team just kind of faded from memory. No one really talks about that 2016 Marysville team. Again, fair or not. They ran into a buzzsaw of country day in the district. They didn't get to pick their district. They won every game in front of them. They were 10-0 and 0 and then got obliterated by a country day team. That team is not talked about. That team has, that was five years ago, five football seasons ago. And that team has already faded away yeah. into history. It, it, it's it's a tough subject for me because the the bottom line is then the only time you've ever had a good season is when you've won a state championship. Well, and I mean, really, that's got to be the standard because no, we just went through right. how difficult it is to actually win a state championship and how few teams actually do it. Right, and. I guess the the crux of this is a team living up to the potential because you talk about teams and you go, this team can win a regional. This team can do this. And then when they don't, you feel like you were sold short of what could happen. I mean, what are the conversations like 
at the the diners and around the kitchen table in New Lothrop, right. where there are 117 and 11 and have only one state championship in that stretch. Right. Like, what is the standard there? State title or bust. I mean, and is that fair? Your, your, your kids lose one game a season on average, and you're disappointed in them. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. I'm sorry. That's not fair. No, but that's what that's kind of the, the double-edged sword of being successful is, yes, you get that attitude where you're Marine City, you're down by four points with 50 seconds to go, and you know you're going to win that game and drive 90 yards. You're... You, you get that brand that other teams are a little intimidated, but then when you don't live up to that, when you get upset in the district by Almont, it's a failure. And that is where it, it clashes because, again, for everyone in Marine City listening, realize that you are a part and witnessing something that is special because there will come a day where a lot of these coaches grow older and that old – Guard that Bob Siskevich started all those years ago, the godfather of Marine City football, started the, the Scarcellis, the Letsons, the, the Glodiches. They're all just memories, and you aren't winning 10 games a season, and you're going to pine for these days. Marysville is a solid program right now, and really outside of a handful of down years, they've been in the playoffs basically most years. I think their longest stretch was like three years that yeah. they just broke. A lot of people in Marysville are pining for the old days when they were winning playoff games and going 9-0, and 8-1, but it's going to be great until it's not, and you don't know when that's going to happen. You think you're going to be on top of the world for forever. It's just some days it'll go away. So I hope that people appreciate the standard that Marine City has because who knows? It, five years from now, we could be talking about Marine City being down. Yeah. And, it, and sounds like, like, it sounds like blasphemy, but you never know. Here, here's another like, kind of thing to, to throw into the equation. So at Marine City, you're used to – Seven, eight, nine, ten wins a a season, and and you get used to that, and maybe that's why when you get a, 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 a at a different school where they have stretches where they go four or five years where they don't win, and then all of a sudden they have that big winning season, like in Algonac, mm -hmm. you know they're still talking about. That three the year team run. that that made the semifinal in that three year run where they went like thirty and three, mm -hmm. because that's kind of the anomaly for right. them. Their history prior to that was yeah, some years they were okay, but most years they were one of the teams at the they bottom of, of the BWAC, um, and now they're they're struggling uh, again. You got Yale used to be a perennial playoff you know, team they're going through a bad stretch i'm telling you right now if yale comes back next year and they go eight and one people are going to be elated about you know that what team. teams i still hear about i wasn't even alive those mla city teams of the early 90s late 80s people still talk about those teams because because that's a, a program that's been starved to have a winner mm -hmm. for a long time now at Marine City, they're dis they, they'd be disappointed if they only went six and three and only 
won a won single, a district. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just interesting how because again you have to remember they're high school kids and it's not like in college where you pick the kids you want to come to you and you get to you get to pick the ingredients and Unless make private the meal. Deal us out. Damn it, Stucky. Um, you Sorry. don't get to pick the ingredients. <laughs> You're a coach, and you go, here, you get this, this, and this. Make me a five-star meal. Yeah. <laughs> you might get all the ingredients you need. You might get bread, tomato paste, and ramen noodles, and they say, make me a meal. Fair, and then, and then maybe we'll talk about it more again, but that's just something I wanted to because some conversations I had tonight. And, yeah, Marine City loses this game It's uh, tonight. It would have been a, oh, Marine City's disappointing. What, what's wrong? Why can't we win a district title? Because that's yeah. been two straight years. And, and again, I, I get it, but I, I, I do think at this level, that's unfair. And that's, that's why we have the discussion, because I don't know if there's a right answer. Yeah. And, 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 and that's – Probably the right answer is that there isn't a right answer. Mm-hmm. All right. The uh, the right answer here is that uh, another podcast uh, coming up on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the high school hockey season uh, will begin uh, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. And actually, we've got three high school hockey games, and we know for sure that uh, next uh, Friday we're going to assume that Marine City plays at uh, Frankenmuth. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, yeah. and we'll let you know. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll let you know for sure. All right? So, uh, again, <clears throat> I'm gonna, we're, we're going to go get warmed up because it was a cold night uh, tonight. Probably a little colder for me than it was for you because at least the team you were following won big. Mm-hmm. Team I was following had a had a tough night. All right, uh, that's a uh, another edition of the uh, show uh, with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And again, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports. <laughs>